Today's show is provided for entertainment and general information purposes. Opinions expressed are those of the presenter only. We make no promises or guarantees of investment performance. Online Trading Academy is not a broker, dealer, certified financial planner, or registered investment advisor. Welcome out to the Bulls and the Bears Radio Hour, sponsored by Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education, and celebrating 25 years of service. I am Aaron Warby, and I am here with the incomparable Nigel Cave. And it looks like we've got an emergency somewhere in, around us. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, not much of an emergency in the markets just yet, because this week has been like every other week for a, the last eight A little down, weeks. but not, not much. It's- uh, well, yeah. There was enough to send it down much further than it went. Well, and if you were looking for something that moved, yeah. uh, Tesla actually fell off its little high point <laughs> after their um, investor summit. Apparently, it didn't go well. Well, not that there was anything announced that it was bad. No, it was just it's more all, like a lack of... Yeah, it was all previously announced news that they tried to spice up again to make it sound good. And they're like, we were, yeah. everybody already knows this. So, so one of the problems that you have with new and upcoming you know, companies, those, mm-hmm. the innovators, more or less, is when they, when they go through a year and don't innovate. People don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, these are supposed to be growth stocks, and mm-hmm. growth depends upon always staying ahead of the competition. And here Tesla is saying, all right, we've got our plan, and now we're going to stick with it for several years. No new plans. And there was a lot of uh, very angry Tesla investors on the internet that were very upset about this. They were saying that Elon Musk has checked out of Tesla and he's spending all of his time with Twitter. It's it's like a, a relationship. He's like cheating on Tesla is what they made oh. it kind of sound like. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. Oh, man. But that's how people get. I mean, they invest a lot of money into these companies thinking that this one company is going to make them millions of dollars. Yeah. And then when it doesn't behave exactly the way they expect it to, they're upset. Yeah, well, and and you've got to wonder how many of those are people that got in early, made millions, then lost it again. Yeah, right? lost seventy five percent of or fifty percent of or whatever right, it was because it's way back down, um, and, and are sticking with the company because it's the one that dropped that drove them there, mm-hmm. not realizing that innovative companies have a life cycle themselves. Yeah, and sooner or later, either they become one of the. I, I mean, at one point, Standard Oil. Mm-hmm. was an innovation-type company. And it spiked up. You know, it did really well for a little while. Mm-hmm. But then it became standard. Normal, <laughs> yeah. Standard. Well, and that's the thing about money, too, is that if your money is is not constantly making you money, it may not be a good investment, right? And so it's it's very similar to a lot of large investors say. is like, hey, you're yeah. not just going to buy one thing, hold on to it for 50 years, and it's just going right. to every year do well. That's just not going to happen. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and um, you know, holding on to it for a long time, not recognizing life cycle of the company is a, is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if anybody has seen the movie, what what is that movie? Other People's Money? I Danny haven't DeVito? seen that movie. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. You, it might be I'll worth I'll have your, to watch yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Danny DeVito, you know, talks about this. Uh, he's addressing he's addressing the, um, I don't know, the stockholders because mm-hmm. he's looking at a buyout. And he's saying, look, you know, every company has its its lifespan. 
the best buggy maker uh, company in the world eventually went out of business because there were no more buggies to be made yeah, to that have. Makes sense. Yeah. And so there was it a buggy whip. It was the buggy whip. I don't even know it was what called is. the buggy. Well, it was the thing that you put on the buggy to whip the horses to make oh, the horses okay, go faster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, eventually, you know, when we weren't using horses anymore, there was no need for a buggy whip. Well, that's not true here with the electric vehicle mm-hmm. era. But if the electric vehicle was going to be successful, then it was kind of a no-brainer that there would be the Me Too's out there. Yeah. And now we've got a whole bunch of Me Too's, and so the innovation is kind of there and now now what now you have to compete and actually volume you know you've got to compete on volume yeah and that's kind of where elon musk is with his tesla all right we've got some good products now we need to press on them and stop spending so much money in innovation and start competing with everybody based on price because i'm no longer the only one out there producing good Electric vehicles. vehicles. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same thing as what Jeff Bezos said about Amazon. He's like, you know, every company fails at some point. He goes, Amazon might be the biggest company out there right now, but doesn't mean that somebody's not going to come in, undercut us, and then get bigger than us and take us out. He's like, it just happens. It's the cycle of companies. Right. And so it... Who knows? I'm not saying somebody's going to undercut Tesla, but there are a lot of other manufacturers manufacturing yeah. those cars. So, you know, what are we saying about this from an uh, from an investor uh, standpoint? What we're not saying is that is that um, you shouldn't ever get into Tesla. You can trade Tesla. Yes, yeah, of Tesla course. is a great trade. In fact, later in the show, we might even talk about it when we talk about covered calls. But we are saying that there is, you know, if you got into it simply for the ride up eventually it is going to peak. It's mm-hmm. not going to just go straight up forever. Mm-hmm. And for those that thought that it would and were disappointed when it dropped, and now they're thinking, all right, it's going to get back to the same place that it, it was. It might, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, it's not going to be next week. It may take yeah. years to get back to that point. And, and if, they're, if they're there just to make sure that they're always excited and always enamored by this thing, all right, well, you know what? This is going to become one of those Apple companies. Mm-hmm. And Apple, you know, is still loved by the people that it made very wealthy for a long time. But is the stock continuing to, uh, you know, skyrocket? No. No. It's become another stock. It, and it's actually one of the most docile stocks, <clears throat> in my opinion. That's why I don't trade it very often, because it just really doesn't have a lot of movement. Right. It, it's a stock for investors, not traders now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what uh, it's turned into. Yeah. Now, Tesla is nowhere close to that point. But just like any other innovation company, they probably will get there at some point. Mm-hmm. They're going to become the Ford. They're going to become the GM. You know, uh, that's just the life cycle of companies. I mean, most stocks are pretty boring just in general. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> and should be. Yeah. You know, the stock market is meant as a place to store wealth. If you want to trade, there are actually better places to trade than the stock market. But most people don't know that, so they keep chasing that. Or they don't know how to manage risk, so they shouldn't be going to look in those other markets. You're exactly right. Some of the other markets are there for the professionals, Mm -hmm. and so you shouldn't be in in there. You know, There's a lot of people that come and say, hey, I can see the people trade overnight. Yeah, you're right. Those are the professionals. Don't do it. Yeah, you're not one of them. (laughs) You're not there yet. If you don't know how to manage your risk... You should not be anywhere near that sucker. (laughs) That's right. But if you want to learn, we do have some classes just for that. In fact, one of the classes, the the one that we're going to offer right now is is a free class. It's three hours. Okay. And it's worth every second of your time 
I guarantee it. All right, money back guarantee here because it, <laughs> you know you come in three hours and we talk about nothing but the content. It's content, content, content about trading and investing, and we show the overall view of how it works. Kind of, it is from a thirty thousand foot view. All right, but do we do strategy in class? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. All right, do we do methodology in class and show you how the professionals actually work things to make sure that they've got a better than average chance of being right? on every single trade. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we talk about uh, the professional risk management? Yes, we do. Uh, tools. Yes. All right. All of it is right there in that class. And uh, you can get into it just by giving us a call. The number is 8448-TRADER. That's 844-887-2337. Or text the word INCOME to 25029. That's INCOME to 25029. We'll see you after the break. 